Greetings, everyone. It is such an honor to be here with you. Thank you for joining us in this most very special video. Finishing it up this year, 2021, with a grand finale, a grand explosion of divine love. Thank you for joining us. I am Aurora. I am the founder of Aura Hypnosis Healing, as well as Rising Phoenix Mystery School. I am also the author to Galactic Soul History of the Universe, which is past life. It's past life regression, but it's, it's more like future life and past life regression because the clients um, travel through all sorts of different dimensions, which can be seen like future future lives where they're in higher realms they came together internationally and told the journey of of the universe and her uh, beautiful story her journey there and you can find that under amazon both in spanish and in english as well as i offer quantum galactic akashic readings and i offer aura hypnosis sessions as well as raw reiki sessions you can I also certify internationally, both online workshop, as well as in person all over the States for now, hopefully in the future, we'll go internationally, but for now in the States. So thank you. Um, we have, uh, so that's me. <laughs> let's, let's get to it. Um, you can find more information about me on the rising Phoenix Aurora.com as well as my Patreon. We have three beautiful souls, a total of four of us here today. And I will allow for them to uh, briefly introduce themselves, say who they are. You probably already watched the prior, previous video where we had six of us, but now today it is four. Um, and they'll introduce themselves whenever they're ready. And um, along the way, we will be just flowing with it. We'll, each one of us will bring forth a topic and then we'll just, you know, conversate like friends. And happy, um, almost happy new year. Thank you for joining us in this most very special day. We are talking about uh, the New Year's and how important the New Year's is, um, specifically setting up. Even though it feels like it's already happened, uh, it's, it feels like like we're kind of uh, a little bit slow with it. Especially with the we talked about how the last moon really brought us forth. The last full moon brought us forth into the New Year. That's when it really officially happened, the thirteenth moon there. Um, but we have to flow with what we're the construct that we are in as well. So um, it's important that you have all beautiful people around you, you know, as balanced as possible, no chaos, and really uh, being with people who are who love you and you're and you love them. All right, so let's go ahead. Who would like to go first? Introduce yourself. All right, uh, I'll go first again, like I went first last time. I am Todd R. Devinney, the author of the Expansion for Ascending Consciousness book series. Uh, you can look me up in, I'm all over the place, a Google search and on Amazon. What I wanted to talk about as we're moving into whether you feel it's the new year or just another day or Christmas was, you know, December 25th, the shortest day of the year here, kind of a new cycle of energy, however you want to look at it, we're, we're moving that way. And in that vein, I wanted to talk about what it is for a human to move into a higher level of consciousness, which for me, I'd call it fourth density based on the level of your consciousness and other people call it 5D, the fifth dimension. And there's a reason for that and that we won't get into that right now, but 
as we look around, we can see that there are people that are at different levels of their ascension process and their consciousness. And there are people that are deeply immersed in the construct that we're in right now. And you can use matrix analogies and all of that to, to kind of see the people that are deeply immersed. You would see those as, as younger consciousnesses that are still learning the lessons of incarnated life. And then there's those that have the potential to move forward, but don't want to release the body yet. So that would be that category of person. The people that are moving forward, they have the capacity within their consciousness to move forward into this new construct that's here and waiting for us. In order to do that, and I don't know that there's a lot of discussion on it. I mean, I don't look around for what other people are talking about, but there's not a lot of discussion of what that feels like when you're embodied. Imagine, imagine if your consciousness could be put into a machine and you were operating the machine. For us, it would be like a video console when we operate drones and that sort of thing. But imagine if you could have your consciousness put into a machine. You wouldn't be able to feel anything that the machine, because it, had, it was a machine, you know? you wouldn't have the tactile senses and the responses and everything that a human body has and it would be very disconnected for you you would you go into the machine you do what you needed to do with the machine and then you would come back into your body and you go oh okay this is what moving in the fourth density is all about we have to learn it doesn't sound right, but to desensitize ourselves a little bit from our body. Our body is very, very tactile, very responsive. And as our energy of consciousness continues to increase, we're going to start glowing a little bit on the outside because we're going to be able to see that aura that's around us that we're starting to generate. I can see it in some people, and I know that others can see that too when they get around people that are doing it. Not everybody is aware of that. However, as that aura starts, this you're starting to manifest your light body for the first time is what's happening. And this process continues as we move into fourth density that we continue to manifest our light body and we continue to not disengage specifically, but we begin to desensitize a little bit from a human form. That doesn't mean that we can't immerse ourselves in the human form again and just do everything that's wonderful for humans, the things you love to eat, the people that you love and how that feels to be sensual, the tactile response of sticking your toes in the dirt or the sand at the beach and all of that, all of those things are very tactile. But at the same time, we need to begin to learn what it's like to be in a light body, because that is when people talk about the new construct and moving into the ascending 5D, fourth density, this is what it requires. It requires us to begin to think more. So imagine yourself in meditation. This is exactly what you're practicing. You're practicing disconnecting from your body so that you can be consciousness without all of the senses of your body distracting you 
we have to be able to do this, not just in meditation, but as we move and operate in our lives. I'm not saying to not love and to be compassionate and empathetic. These are all functions of moving into a positive, higher energetic. These are all things of consciousness. And emotionally, we feel these in our heart center and we have that heart explosion and response and stuff like falling in love and stuff. But we have to learn and move as we energize our light body and disconnect from our human form. And maybe that can be the topic or someone else has other topics or whatever, but that's what I wanted to say. And I'll let someone else talk now. <laughs> our higher selves are always talking, aren't they, Todd? <laughs> All of yeah, us. Yeah, they never stop. It's interesting. Yeah, because that, that's similar of the topic that I will be going into um, when it's my turn. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. So whoever wants to go next, introducing. And did you tell us about your book? I can't remember if you tell us, Todd, about. Yeah, the Expansion for Ascending Consciousness book series. There's two out. And mm -hmm. what I just discussed is part of the third book. And if I could uh, briefly add, um, his book is amazing. It correlates, um, it, it actually, um, if you've read Galactic Soul History of the Universe, it adds onto that and it talks about the 12 galactic constructs, which we talk about the Council of 12, who we channel, and you know the beautiful benevolence of the, of the galactics. And um, it's amazing. I was actually listening to it when we were, uh, when I was on my way to my, um, the retreat we did in Siesta Key. It was like phew, explosive as I was listening to the three chapters you have on YouTube on audio. And it was amazing because some of these um, teachings, it brought forth a connection to what we were talking about and that then uh, unified and really helped others shift as well their consciousness. So thank you for that. If you haven't checked out his book, do so. He's amazing. <laughs> thank you. All right, and now I'll go introduce myself and just bring a topic as well. So my name is Maya Ra, and yeah, it's a pleasure to be here sharing this beautiful day, this beautiful time and space. Um, I am, uh, like some cars passing by here, but I am um, Aura Hypnosis Practitioners and also Ra Healing Practitioners, so I offer those sessions. Uh, certified with Aurora. Those are beautiful, powerful sessions. I also specialize in sacred sexuality and yeah, helping, helping people to find their purpose, their true purpose in life, you know, why they're here <laughs> and all of these questions that we ask. So I specialize on that and with sacred sexuality in helping, you know, helping you tap into your creative energy and heal the distortions with sexual energy, you know, that is so vast in the planet right now. So you can find me on my YouTube and also my website. I have, um, I have a course as well called Sacred Sexuality 101, which is 101, Sacred Sexuality 101. My YouTube channel is Mayara Healing Arts or Mayara Healing Arts. And yeah, so yeah, I have a course, I have, I offer one-on-one -on -one sessions, you know, different kinds of trainings, a lot of information <laughs> for the collective. And yeah, one topic that I like to just kind of, you know, put out, put, put out there for now, and then we can talk more. It, it goes together with what Todd was sharing that, 
it is hard hard discernments and how to have hard discernments as we move move through this ascension journey, moving into five D uh, or fourth density. So and it's something that even Aurora shared a video about the false lights, like about a week ago on her YouTube channel. And this is a topic that is being huge this entire year for me. Uh, heart discernments and how I see uh, when we go through this process that Todd was sharing about, the way I see it is becoming more aware of subtle energies, becoming more aware of the other dimensions and realities that are more subtle, that are not necessarily just physical, you know, that we're so used to the physical body, physical objects, but all that is non-physical is also here and is also part of our life. So now this process, the way I see it, is becoming more conscious and more aware of it in any in any way that it shows up to you, right? The, some people, they are, they, for example, they feel energy more, like they feel sensations in their body or they have a sense of knowing, they have a gut feeling, while some other people may be very visual or they may hear messages. In any way that shows up, we all have this ability to sense subtle energies more. And this is this is essential going into um, as we go through this ascension <clears throat> ascension journey because you know it's easy nowadays for anyone to start a YouTube channel and just talk about anything. But um, like the people, anyone that is more vulnerable, right? Anyone that is just like I would say waking up that they are more spiritually vulnerable. They're looking for answers. They're like almost a bit lost. They want answers. So they go and they find, you know, like where would they go? Usually religion that is so distorted because that's where you get the vulnerable people or they go to spirituality that is not necessarily in a specific religion, but you have all the spiritual teachers and gurus and light workers, you know? And then we need to have this heart discernment because there is also a lot of misinformation, you know, and there is a lot of people either that is on purpose with negative intentions, teaching distorted belief systems that will keep people stuck more in the matrix and stuck more in this like fourth dimension or astral level or just stuck, you know, and or people that have negative intentions, but there will be also the people that they may have good intentions, but they have a lot of healing to do still on themselves. So they still have a lot of distorted views or also people that are not aware of how to properly energetically shield themselves. So they may feel like they're connecting with something like, you know, just because it's something that sounds like supernatural or feels supernatural doesn't mean that is a good thing. So they're not properly shields themselves and they may be connecting with negative beings, you know, and, and getting false downloads and sharing with people. So we start learning these hard discernments as you go listen to people around, like, you know, what they're saying. And so I guess, you know, I'm going to stop here. I'm going to share some more tips about this hard discernment in a little bit, but, uh, yeah, I just want to let Marisa talk a little bit and then we can dive into it a little more. But uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you, love. Thank you. And Marissa, we all want to know where you got those pair of pants at. <laughs> I got them at Bloomingdale's. 
<laughs> you look beautiful. A commando. So anyway, <laughs> um, it's funny that we're all on the same page because what I wanted to talk about was um, energy and our divinity and also what I call, you know, being discernmentally challenged, right? So, which it's, it's really crucial, I think, in these times to really listen to trust your higher self and your higher guidance and discern, just like you were saying, Myra, you know, what is true and what isn't true and to navigate these times right now. I mean, you talk about the new age movement and then we find out that that was engineered by Tavistock. Um, and then you talk about, and then you look at what's going on um, in the Vatican and we know that they're, they're, they've been corrupted. I mean, the third secret of Fatima was that Satan infiltrated the church. So I think, you know, there, you could find good people in bad places, bad people in good places. I think it's important to see who you're aligned with energetically and really trust your instincts. Also, um, I wanted to talk about our inheritance, who we truly are, and that we are both celestial and terrestrial. We are made from, we come from the earth, just like mother earth, terrestrial. And she's also celestial because she's Sophia, the goddess Sophia. So, and we're just like her, we are both celestial and terrestrial and our, our destiny and where we go as a people is much aligned with her. So the better we take care of ourselves, the better we take care of the planet, the better she'll take care of us. Uh, I just want to make that point. Um, I think anybody who's watching this right now, um, in terms of New Year's resolutions and about what we want for the year and what we want for ourselves, what we want for the, our loved ones and what we want um, for the rest of the people on the planet and what we want for the planet. I think maybe there's a, a prayer we could all say or talk about or energy that we could give out. Because I think for me, I, one of the things I wanted to resolve was um, again, the discernment issue but also what I'm taking in energetically. I mean, we could talk about the foods that we're eating and yes, you know, it's important to eat organic. It's important to um, stay away from processed foods. It's uh, important to get exercise. That's, those are all good things to do, but what about the energy that you're ingesting into your body? So I think, you know, to be very mindful of the energy that you have around you and that you, take in is is absolutely crucial because I mean okay I'll say this my dad has terminal cancer I just got him something called a rife machine and that is Nikola Tekla, Tesla technology and it's it's energy it's a machine that works with energy and light so energy can be medicine energy can save us. I mean, that is something that they used way back when and it worked, but it was suppressed. So I also think it's one rule that I try and follow is 
if somebody around you is making you feel bad about yourself or at, at getting you to act in a destructive way, like their energy is not good for you. That generally speaking, I think that those people are probably people that you should stay away from or if they're getting you to do something that you think is bad for you physically, mentally, or financially, you know, that's something to keep being mindful of. So, and also I just wanted to say that we humans, we, we, are, we are so divine. And as soon as we connect to our divinity and realize who we are and who we were meant to be, the better the we are as people and the better the planet are and I planet is and I just pray and hope for this year this is my wish that we all awaken and we all achieve our divinity and connect up to the higher consciousness and that the planet and we all evolve as a species so that's what I have to say Beautiful, Marissa. You're so beautiful. <laughs> everybody here is beautiful. I just I'm really happy to be here with everybody. Oh, by the way, I didn't even introduce myself. Oh, I, I'm Marisa Cachella. I'm an artist. I'm a cartoonist. I'm a graphic novelist. And I wrote this. This is my last book, The Big Shebang, The Hurtsphere of the Universe, According to God the Mother. And when I wrote it, first I was writing about the divine feminine, but the more I realized and wrote about wrote this book, the more I realized that it's the divine human that is really who needs to rise. So it's about both the divine feminine and the divine feminine. And as Maya Ra and Aurora, I know that you both know this. And of course, Todd too, that, you know, it's like together we rise, the divine male and the divine feminine sacred sex and all that, which is beautiful, a beautiful thing. All right, I love you both. And thank you for giving me the floor. I love all of you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Marissa. Amazing, amazing topics. Is there anything else that anyone wants to go in Is there in your specific topic? I think I'm going to wait a minute before I go into my topic. Does anyone want to go now? Off anything that we all shared? Sure, I'll talk some more. Okay. <laughs> Why not? Um, we're talking about discernment, and I, I saw Myra and Marissa both talking about that, and that, that is a fourth density 5D um, experience. As our consciousness gains energetics and we move up through and we begin our awakening, when we first awaken, we're just looking for answers, any kind of answers that are outside the normal news that you're spoon fed all your life as you grow up with you know everything and then you start looking for other answers you know like who built the pyramids and how come rocks can melt together without a seam that a paper can fit through and ufos are that something and then then you start to get into the real stuff once you get past all of that really that's kind of like mind candy and then you start getting into the real energetics of ascension as you start to do that and you start to use your discernment and whether that's your gut instinct or your hearing voice, your angels or your, you know, whatever it is that your energy is beginning to overlap is what we, what I call it. Your, your energy is moving beyond the barrier membrane of your consciousness. The thing that makes you not remember your past lives, the thing that keeps you in this construct here, this third density construct 
and it's by design and it's for our own good. It's not nefarious or anything. It's a, it's a veil of forgetfulness that's there. As you gain your energy and your consciousness, the energy, and this is all in my book, it's mostly in the second book, but I, I speak to it a little bit in the first book. The energy in your consciousness begins to extend beyond the veil of forgetfulness in your barrier membrane. And this is where higher knowings begin to come from. This is where people walk up to other people and they can sense their intentions because their energy is overlapping into the auric field of the other person. And whether you realize it or not, you're starting to share information. That's why when you talk to me about us, our higher selves always talking, yes, we are always talking. And I'm always talking to a lot of different people, whether I'm consciously aware of it or not. I'm interacting with a lot of people, whether it's from the books or the videos or, or the people that we've met in our sessions and everything that we've done. Once you interact with someone and you have an impact with them, something called sympathetic co-resonance occurs in the particulate within your consciousness. And it allows you, like a radio station, to find these people again, regardless of distance. There is no distance. That's why we can have all of these when we do our sessions, we can connect with anything anywhere because distance isn't an issue. The discernment starts to come in as you begin to work with your energetic overlap that's occurring and you know what's occurring. You can begin to use it to your benefit and to the benefit of the collective because once you start the energetic overlap, that's where the collective energy starts to play in. This is where what we're thinking about and what we're doing begins to impact the trajectory of the collective moving forward or the collective is not moving forward because there are, there is the shift happening. So when there was one other thing, um, it must not be important because it skipped my mind, but in any case, when we're talking about, you know, good people and bad people, if you're in tune with your energetics, and you're paying attention and you're following the people that are having good conversations. Oh, I was talking about um, the energies that are coming in to try and uh, distract you. We talked about this in our last conversation also that if there is all kinds of information out there, good and bad, and this is where discernment comes into play is if you start to read something and it makes you afraid or it makes you fearful, or it makes you uneasy and it doesn't feel fill you with a good feeling and it makes you unsettled, you should probably not be reading it because it isn't going to lead you into the energy that you want to be in. There, there's all kinds of stuff. I read headlines all the time, just so I have an idea what's going on in the construct and where we're shifting and where we're not shifting. But there's a lot of headlines I read and I'm like, oh, I don't want to read that at all. Or I'll see one, I'll be like, oh, there, okay, look, what's up here? In any case, there is the shielding, and Myra talked about shielding, and she can talk more about that, I guess, how she would like to, you know, how people shield. There's some of that in my book also. You can expose yourself to this information if you realize what it is, and you can partition yourself away from the effects of it. Okay, I'll stop there. <laughs> yes, I, I think I'll go this time. Um, I think a, a fearful, though, um, 
can go both ways because sometimes not just uh, fear can be, yes, uh, most of the fear that you will fear can be negative polarized information that you're listening to that is, is you know, unbalancing you, which is causing the fear. But then I also, um, I think sometimes we get triggered with fears because we're supposed to look into what's triggering the fear. And maybe there's a like a stagnant energy or a past life trauma. We are st stuck in this situation because we've talked about this through all our other past videos. Um, you know, the inverted matrix that happened with the Archon virus. We talk all about that. So we're going to talk about new things like we always talk about. Um, but we're stuck here because each soul, um, I love the way Todd explained it, how there's, you know, younger souls or older souls, depending on the age of the soul and what level of consciousness that they are in. Uh, some of these Terran souls that were from Earth, um, they were, a lot of them were new souls that were supposed to develop from a fifth dimensional and raise higher. But then there was also portions of benevolent beings, like, I guess you could call them we would see them perhaps they would see them perhaps like gods or goddesses but they were they were just us you know activated star seeds perhaps you can say um but what happened was that you know the inverted um the virus the archon came in the ai came into our universe and then inverted you know and then brought forth the fall of atlantis those those people that um were tainted with that virus and then the accumulation began the accumulation of past life trauma um, and then what happened is that the soul would pass away and they became heavier and denser because they never healed those, those traumas, whether it was, you know, someone who stabbed them, someone who, you know, harmed, um, killed off their village or, you know, someone who stole something from them. They didn't heal them. They passed away with these, uh, densities and traumas. So then we are, so the reason we are here is because all these souls that are stuck here and that why the star seeds have come forth is because they never worked through and healed those past life, tra those traumas. Um, and then it also could be interdimensional as well, because if, if you read the book, you know, there's, um, uh, there's souls from other higher dimensions that also went through this process, just like earth went and just like Marissa said, you know, we're celestial, both as well as uh, I think you said terrestrial. So it, we're both, we're all of this, all in one vessel. How beautiful and magnificent are we in, in our bodies? And one of the things that I wanna talk about, uh, which was a very important topic that they wanted me to talk about today was um, AI. The fact that um, AI is being looked at in many forms, sometimes like savior or like it's okay. Or when we're talking about discernment, sometimes um, when you're trying to pick up on your heart discernment, the technologies can fool you. If the person has technology within them, it can fool you. And you won't know because some of these technologies just reflect the love that you are. And then you think you're picking up on their love, but it's actually they're reflecting the love that you are. So there, there is, um, the biggest thing is that we want to talk about going into the new year that it's really important that you stay organic and that you work with all forms of you and always. This is the reason why we want to talk about how technology in the 3D can be in some forms compromised. The reason why is because in the, in the 3D, um, you are looking at technology at the densest. 
and it's also man-made. So when you are looking at something that is man-made, and then you're at the lowest density of dimension on Earth, um, then you're looking at the lowest technology possible. Okay, but when you're so when you come out of this construct, this matrix, and we're in the organic field of our of the universe, and we're not in this simulation, a little bit similar like how Todd began with was explaining consciousness. Once we're out and we've ascended out, the technology is grand and infinite. But it's not a it's not an AI technology. It's not like physical, like these you know um, whatever devices we're speaking of are through. It's this beautiful technology that's actually made out of crystals. And there's no words to explain its beauty. It's uh, organic crystalline technology that is that is beyond. Now, you uh, beyond definitely the 3D, um, there's no physical form, obviously, to it, because here we are in a physical form. But once we're out of this construct, this inverted matrix, and we ascend out like those ascended masters, we're tapping into this technology that is energy, energetic crystalline fields. So you can, for example, have a, a spacecraft that is part of you that you created with crystals that perhaps you birth out as the creator being that you are, and then it becomes part of this, um, you know, where the, this say um, spacecraft that is part of you because I often talk to the Council of 12 and they're in this field, this three, 13 dimensional field that is like this whole realm is kind of like a huge mother craft, but it's organic and beautiful and there's nothing, no AI within it. So when you're tapping into, um, it's a completely different. So this is what I'm trying to explain. It's a completely different type of technology. What we see in the organic universe versus where we are at in the inverted matrix, unfortunately. Um, so what I want to say is that a lot of people, so a, a lot of what the collective has been going through is that they look for a new savior and they're looking for technology to be savior. Some perhaps say um, med beds. And that is very hard because a physical med bed would be made from man and it would be made from from earth. Also, they're looking to, you know, you go into it and it's going to, right all the wrongs and right every illness that you have that bypasses actually sacred laws of the universe you're actually supposed to do your work and you're you you are meant to be going through the sacred laws of who you are your free will all parts of you and you're meant to be going into why do i have a pain here why do i feel uh trauma when i see this why a machine cannot go in and write all these things for you because in that point of view, especially in the 3D. Now, the truth is though, again, beyond in the organic universe, there are healing beds, absolutely. that are made out of crystals that can help heal you. But even then, um, the person goes through a process. What have you done? What's, uh, what sacred laws? What have you balanced? I guess you can say karmically, what have you, what lessons have you learned to achieve that type of crystalline energy? So I wanna make it very clear that we need to stop looking for um, saviors, specifically in technology of any kind, because what kind of bargain are you given? Are you giving, you know, are you exchanging with this technology that is at the deepest density of the 3D of the universe? Okay, so once we come out, there's no physical form. 
So uh, let me make sure there wasn't anything I wanted to add. Um, so it's really important that we work within ourselves and that we self-heal. All of us here have had a past life regression, right, of some form. We've, we've done our work. We went in and we healed these different things that were blocking, blocking us. And then even that, having discernment with who you're going to be doing a session with, because if that person has archons or reptilians or whatever, an implant in them, your session will match that vibration, that negative technology, that AI. So ensuring that it is an organic person that has cleared their vessel so that you could achieve your most profound healing. The deepest healing that most possible is when we go into different brain waves, the theta, the delta, the all of these the alphas, you're going into all these brain waves and then you are connecting to your higher self. No one can do this for you. Only you can, and especially not technology or AI, because what happens is that that's the way they keep feeding the archons and the black magic when you think that our technology can save you. Um, you're feeding that, and that's why we're stuck, because no, it's time to really transmute that and eradicate and understand that we are organic. There's nothing technology about us. There's nothing. All, all parts of us are beautiful, organic, crystalline bodies and energies, similar like Katah was saying and how we exchange energies. That's who we truly are. That's time to, time to pluck those things out that no longer serve us. But with that, you have to find the roots and heal them. All right, I will allow for you all. Go ahead, Marissa. <laughs> okay, so it's so interesting that you were talking about the crystal, crystal technology because I was watching something and they had the crystal technology in Atlantis and basically, you get the technology that aligns with who you are spiritually and where you are. So it's interesting that humanity had the crystal technology in Atlantis because we were ascended at that point. So we were in 5D at that point. We were in 5D, yeah. yeah. So that's why we have the crystal technology. I mean, when you jump technologies like the Philadelphia experiment that if you know anything about that story, um, they, they're, they sent a boat to a boat to time travel and it didn't work and people wound up fused to mass and it was a it was a horrible mess and Nikola Tesla was part of that and he said I'm not going to be part of this experiment because you're putting humans in danger and they did and there was a movie made about it so anyway I want to talk about um, humanity saving ourselves and because I've been hearing a lot lately about how the, you know, the aliens are going to come save us and then you hear about, and I, I really don't like that. I don't like that whole thing. It's like, no. And then this, this politician is going to save us and like, that's not going to happen either. The only way that we're going to save ourselves is if we get together as a collective and overthrow the 1% and save ourselves. Humanity needs to say, we the people free the people. That's the only way this is gonna work. And it's, we're only gonna save ourselves and ascend once we, as a collective, do it together. So hopefully the more people who hear this and hear messages like this and hear their own, the messages of their own heart and soul, the more will humanity will rise up. And that's really what needs to happen on this planet. And hopefully it is. I mean, hopefully the good timeline will come to pass. And the more we all talk to each other and put these messages out there, the more we will accelerate 
things, hopefully. I mean, like there's a certain notion about, yeah, I'm plugging your TV and, you know, not listening to the media. Todd, your point about if things, something makes you feel bad, you know, get rid of it or don't pay attention to it. Don't give it any credence. I think that's really valid. Um, for me, as somebody who I like respond, like some people cry and some people, you know, get upset. I like get mad. I have what I get like righteous anger and it's like, ah, what do we do about this? How do we transform it? What do we like? I like, but that energy I think is a gift because that is a sign that you could, that's that spark that you could take something and turn it around and like be a total alchemist and do, and, and use that energy for good. So that's another thing I was gonna, wanted to talk about. So anyway, so anybody else have any thoughts about that? Or yes, I agree. Um, I think uh, we're learning to use our, our emotions and alchemize them. I think um, when we get angry, it, it can be a very powerful, right? Especially if we go really fierce and we're, we see perhaps someone being, um, I don't know, harmed in whatever way, energetically, physically, whatever, that can bring us anger. But then we need to learn how to alchemize it and transform it. And I, sometimes I'll, um, you know, I get like really angry and then, but then the angels would be like, boy, you transmuted a whole lot of the collective today <laughs> as I transmuted and, and, you know, that anger and I calmed myself down and I soothed myself down and I brought myself back to, you know, yeah, but it's, it's powerful. It's part of that Kali. It's part of that Lilith, that darkness in us that we do need to sometimes go into that and, uh, and, uh, and allow that transmutation that's supposed to happen. We shouldn't shy from these things and keep ourselves stuck in, and, and blocked from those energies. Let those energies flow out. They're meant to flow out and not like, you know, be judgeful towards them. Yeah. Thank you, Marissa. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm gonna jump in. <laughs> so, so many things, you know, but, um, you know, everything ties together beautifully. That's why I love it. It's kind of round tables. So um, we're talking about like, you know, changing, right? Changing the words, how we change the words and will the aliens come or will someone, you know, new, you know, presidents change everything for us or something. And and how even Aurora was saying as well about us doing the work and how, you know, we are here because we have been doing this work. And so what I see a lot, I see a lot of people that are watching all kinds of YouTube videos, like, you know, sometimes when they start waking up, they're just watching all kinds of YouTube videos and watching, 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 like spending hours a day watching YouTube videos. But not really taking responsibility for their their day-to-day because -day, it's easy to be when it starts finding out about many things that are happening it's easy to be angry and it's easy to be like pointing fingers it's like they doing they're doing this they did that and we get so angry with the governments with religion our parents you know and just get angry and just blame and blame and blame but at the end of the day the way that we change this is really like we have to start with ourselves. So we have to take responsibility. And I say like cut our ties with the matrix as much as possible. We are still living here, the inverted matrix, right? We are still living here. So 
we are still part of we're still in this collective here but for example you know again the foods that we're eating are you eating all artificial foods that machines are making are you eating all kinds of processed foods you know are, are you eating organic whole foods that were made from the earth organically without chemicals in it you know um there are many things like that we need to do the work. Like, are you taking time to meditate and shield yourselves? I have a video about how to shield yourself. Aurora as well has videos about shielding yourself, you know, and, and meditating because medit when we meditate, we connect with these higher aspects of us. So are you taking daily time to, you know, to, to be still, to connect with your heart, with your soul? You know, and take responsibility in the way, you know, what you do, searching for the healing that you need. If you have all these traumas, all these things, are you doing the healing that you need? Like how we all don't pass life regressions and I'm sure all, you know, different kinds of healings and taking responsibility day to day, because then we can be in a place where we can start creating solutions, you know, and connecting with people that are also you know, in the same vibration to create change in the words, because yeah, to do by ourselves, it does feel a lot. I, I, there is so much I want to do in the words and it does feel like a lot. It, it is a lot, but if each one of us do this work, you know, we can start being ready to, to get together with people and change things. So one, one thing that I like to mention to Marisa was saying about it, as we find out about who we truly are and you know, as you connect more for soul and all of that. So I have, um, I think it's called the analogy. Um, yeah, so it's, I think it's called an analogy that I like to share uh, about awakening. So imagine like we have, how many cells we have in our body, right? We have, I don't even, I have no idea. We have many cells in our body. And if you go and study one single cell, there are different living organisms inside of the cell. So for example, there is a mitochondria there, there is a living organism that is part of the cell. So for the cell to be able to work, this mitochondria needs to be doing what it's supposed to do as we have other parts of the cells. All them together make a cell that is part of an organ, for example, in the body. So now imagine this little cell, now it starts finding out that it's like, oh my gosh, I'm a part of this entire body here of this human, you know, I'm a little mitochondria here and I'm a part of this human body, you know? So that's pretty much the, the journey of awakening and ascension, how we as humans, it starts finding out, wait, I'm a part of the solar system. I'm a part of the universe. That's just a bigger body that I am a little mitochondria inside of. I'm a part of their changes and source. You know, I'm, I'm a part of it. I'm not, that I'm not a different and separate. I have my own consciousness and awareness of, you know, individual, but I'm also part of this. So we begin to expand our consciousness to realize that. And now what happens when some cells in our body forgets that they're part of it all and we do have natural laws that because it's for the highest good of all for our health for our evolution for our growth so now when some cells in our body get compromised right and they forget that they are part of the body and they are supposed to work in harmony with everything else they became a, they become a cancer and if this cancer is not stopped eventually it will destroy the whole organism the whole body the person will die because 
these cancer cells, these cells, they forgot that they're supposed to work in harmony with everything, that they're part of everything. And they decided to start doing their own thing and trying to separate themselves. So that's pretty much what we're doing now. You know, we are finding all the cancer cells and trying to help them remember if they want to. Otherwise, we get a, like, right, like get them out somehow, you know. So this is like, this is, this is the journey that we're going through, realizing that we are parts of you know the archangels we are part of source we are part of the solar system we are part of the galaxy we are part of the universe and we can tap in and connect with this other aspects of us and you know in different ways that we may do it so so yeah and then we clear in another way that we that we so how we do this is by doing this work right and clearing the artificial from our body anything that is not artificial from our life you know, as much as possible, but a clearing the what is not organic from us and having this, you know, responsibility, right? Like, like if you see, yeah, we have to, like, for example, if you drink a lot of alcohol, that's not helping you to connect, right? Like if you're doing, you know, if you're eating a lot of artificial foods, a lot of processed food, it's not really helping you because it's making you dense. If you, all the kind of stuff that make you dense is gonna just be much harder for you to connect with the subtle aspects of who you are. So that's why we need to be, uh, to have discipline in our day-to-day -day life, you know, and, and also the people and how they affect us, how the people around us are living their lives and how they are affecting us, you know, so that's the journey. But yeah, I guess I can stop here for now. <laughs> yeah. I liked how your cancer analogy meshed very well with the whole concept of polarity within the galaxy. <laughs> the cancer cells that have forgotten of themselves. Yeah, I was sitting here smiling as I heard that. Let's talk a little bit about balance. As we are rotating arrays of photonic consciousness outside of our body, connected to the body, balance allows us to move faster. And I've probably had this conversation before, but we talk about anger and tears and sadness and joys. And the emotional responses within our body are very strong. A human form is rich with these emotional responses that we have to outside stimulus and internal stimulus when we think of memories and that sort of thing. A person can be 20 years out of your life and you'll have a memory and you'll do tears you just bring it right back to yourself part of ascension is learning balance and the human form is a wonderful training mechanism to teach you can have someone or you can be sitting there perfectly balanced perhaps in an airport waiting for an airplane and you can see someone across from you just super angry having a horrible horrible moment yelling at someone, perhaps maybe an airline stewardess or counter agent because they didn't get what they wanted. And you can look at that and you can say, that person is clearly, from my definition, out of balance, and they need to resolve the imbalance within themselves so that they can be rational again and carry on a conversation with someone who's just doing what, what their job is. This is the same thing internally with ourselves. We can find someone that interacts with us and makes us angry, and we can just fall into that anger out of habit and our nature and just respond in anger, or we can have the balance within ourselves 
to say internally, not vocally, I feel the anger coming off of them and I refuse to engage it with a similar behavior and I am going to speak rationally. And you would be surprised how many times for me that this has definitely diffused the situation where it could have wound up in a fight where we're physically throwing body parts at each other, trying to hurt each other. And instead, rationality just is like water on the fire. It just puts it out. And the other person comes around and they're like, well, I, you know, I didn't mean to be a jerk. I just kind of happened. This is the balance that we all need to learn as we move into the next fourth dimensional, fourth density, fifth dimensional construct. These are the lessons. This is all of the stuff that we have to have under our belt to move forward into that is this balance because with this new energy comes new abilities and we don't want to use these abilities improperly. We don't want to be the cancer in the galaxy. We want to be the antibodies that are eradicating the cancer by being calm, benevolent, and loving and diffusing the anger before it spreads. So there you go. Next. I think you love that. And I have a question for you, Todd, since you were talking. Um, do you have a scientific point of view to AI, artificial intelligence? Uh, well, we, we spoke a little bit about this um, in the last conversation. Imagine you're an adult, we, we're an adult, and we're watching our children getting ready to touch the stove. Do we intercede and stop them from touching the stove or do we obviously we're not going to let our children hurt themselves terribly but you know do we let them feel that it's hot and instantly they know that the stove is hot don't play with the stove ascended consciousness i understand the universe we live within is a conscious awareness there is nothing that is going on within this universe that it is not acutely aware of at any given instant i mean it's all happening in the now and it can see it from beginning to end ai is a toy from its perspective is a toy that we as consciousness are playing with it has been a problem however it is a learning lesson at any given instant and i keep saying this at any given instant the energy within the universal consciousness can stop anything that's happening that would be an infringement of free will at some point there is the calculation of do we allow this to continue and unbalance the galaxy and potentially the universe or do we step in and stop because we know better a problem that's occurring ai has been a problem there historically linearity in time and the conversations that have been going on it did become a problem it did become but it's it's technological it's energetic it is not actual energetic consciousness and thereby it is limited in what it can and cannot do. Consciousness itself, ascended collectives that have reached seventh and eighth and ninth density, they have no 
concept or consideration that AI is a bit of a problem to them at all because they are so far beyond it energetically. And the same is true with the universal consciousness is that it is down there in the lower energetics and it is something that is teaching a lesson to those that are playing with it. And at any point, if it was to get too far out of hand, it would be stopped because it would unbalance either the galaxy or several galaxies or the universal rotations. And, it, that, and at that point, there just wouldn't be an answer anymore. It'd be like, okay, free will has to be overridden because order needs to be maintained. I, I, I hear what you're saying about AI. I agree that in the lower densities, it has been a problem. I personally though, from my perspective, I don't give it a lot of time because I just, it just doesn't matter to me. I don't see it as a problem. And that may not coincide with the information that you have, but from my perspective, I don't see it as a big deal. It's, a, it's another learning tool. It's another cancer that we need to eradicate. Yes. Um, um, I think that's good that you don't see a problem because then you can manifest it not being a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, you know, as always sharing um, the client's memories through time and spaces and, and things that have occurred um, as they traveled with AI. So, but we talk all about that in Galactic Soul History of the Universe. You can read that. Um, but thank you. Thank you for that explanation. Um, mm -hmm. Go ahead, Marissa. I think you were going to go. I was just going to say, I mean, because I did all this research about, you know, the archons and I know Aurora has talked about this extensively and and then I think about what's in the um right because I know we're on YouTube so I don't want to really want to say it even mm -hmm. though I just dissed the church earlier <laughs> um so I just think that you know and you were talking about not we're talking about not only eating organically but staying organic and staying human right and basically being organic and being a pure blood and i think that um i am concerned about the ai nanoparticles the graphene oxide in you know humanity and how many people have it in their systems right now and how is that going to affect their decision making and their thinking I mean, especially if they're what they're saying is true about the um, the five G and the LED lights and how that will affect them, and so that's something that I do think about, and I, that's why I think it's really important to stay with like-minded people who um, you could vibe with because the more you stay with them. And the more powerful the vibe is, the more vibrations you send out into the world. So I definitely, that's, that's what I believe anyway. Um, and I just, you know, I, I just wonder about, I wonder about the timeline because we talk about this all the time, like the two timelines and Dolores Cannon and, you know, Project Looking Glass and where are we gonna be? and. I still have faith in humanity, but I still have faith in us. I 
do pray, hope and pray that we do wake up and we do realize a good timeline and we do have earth does have the golden age that we're here for and that we're here to help accelerate and ascend so that's just something i'm mindful of Yes, um, uh, thank you, uh, Marissa. It, it is definitely concerning, especially because, you know, I see clients every day, every day, every day. And, uh, you know, I hear their their journeys, you know, some of them losing babies, some of them, you know, um, you know, children lost their babies, um, you know, and we know that it's to do with what you mentioned with the AI. So that's, that is very concerning. And if you all watch the video that I did with Conscious Vitality, I don't know if you got to see it. Uh, I know Myra got to see it, but the 5G and how, you know, they wanna just kind of bring them online so that um, that AI is controllable and it's now physically being seen um, through, the tele through the microscope. So, you know, that technology that they're putting in them. So it's definitely, a, you know, definitely in, in the higher realms, it's not as, um, Yes, um, I worrisome, I guess, but but then it is also from a higher perspective because I often look from the 13th dimension and I connect to it and then, you know, I'm looking at all these layers of dimensions and then I can see the plague of the virus in these lower dimensions. So yes, it might not be non-existing for us then, but then for us in those higher realms, but then we understand that the reason why this universe can ascend and go to the next level is because of all that so it's like it's if you, if you were looking at like stacking cups that's the way i see it and all these stacking cups of colors are overlapping one another and then as you go lower and lower into these stacking cups then i see the lower dimensions and then i can see earth and i can see every all the people that have this virus you know in them this you know what you talked about the the v and they look wow completely different than the person that is that is organic standing in sovereignty so that how do you find balance being around these people and that's like the, the biggest concern that people come to me is like you know they're the only one but everybody else in their family has it and they're upset at them like why don't you have it and I try to explain to them, it's just a program. It's, it's the program that they are in by the nano in them. So it is, yes, it's, I think we have to hold both worlds. Like we always explain, hold both worlds, the organic and knowing that, no, it's not an issue. We will transmute it. We will er eradicate it eventually and we will ascend. But then also understanding it is there. It's not something that it cannot be ignored because we know that we've ascended. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to add that. Okay. Just say as an aside, like, I don't know if you guys are getting this, but I've had friends who have called me and they've had three, you know, and all three and all their friends have gotten sick, right? And they call me and I've gotten, not gotten sick. And they're like, we're really worried about you because, you know, you're like, you're, you're, you know, you're putting yourself at risk. You're putting yourself at je in jeopardy. And I'm like, you guys, I'm like, you just had three and you're sick. You're actually physically sick. And you're telling me they're worried about me who's healthy. I'm like, I mean, you ma you're making no sense whatsoever. I mean, I basically just don't even engage anymore. I've already said what I've had to say. People know my point of view, but 
I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, what's the diff? There's a lot of wrong, wrong thinking out there, unfortunately. And, you know, everybody who's held firm and has maintained their organic body and organic self, I mean, God bless you all. And, you know, and I also pray for the people who have it because, I mean, I hope, you know, if what they're saying is true. I'm, I just did a talk with Dr. Zelenko and, you know, I, I really hope that, that, that these people aren't, you know, going to all the, all the different things that can happen with this. I hope it doesn't happen. I really, I really do. I don't want to, I don't want to see people get hurt and worse. I don't, but I also don't like being chastised and being, you know, taken out of society and made to feel like I'm the problem. I really resent that a lot. So I'm just going to put that out there. Let's um, let's change the topic just a little bit because I I really don't like those topics. Um, you you keep talking about the universe, and it's it's really easy to say the universe and lose sight of the scope of that term. If we when we look through our telescopes, the best that we have at the time, we just launched a new one, so maybe we'll get to see better pictures. I mean, I know better pictures exist. We just don't get to see them in, in real time. But there's billions and billions of galaxies within our universe. We are one galaxy. And within our galaxy, there are trillions upon trillions of consciousnesses, billions of collectives of consciousness that have ascended through the densities and here we are on Earth, this one little tiny planet spinning around our sun. And we're having these discussions about what's going on. What we're looking at, if we would take the universe and consider it like the ocean of the planet, our galaxy would be a tiny little boat out in the middle of it. I don't want to use the Titanic because that thing sunk and had a really bad day. But we'd be a boat out there, just one little boat in the sea of the universe. And then if we even try and move the scale down a little bit, we'd be like a little inflatable Zodiac, that would be Earth. And then the aircraft carrier that we would be standing next to would be our galaxy. We, we need to keep everything in context here. It's so very easy to be in our boat and to become so concerned about what's going on when we're not looking at the bigger picture of how large and vast and immeasurable our universe is from our perspective the universe obviously is measurable and so is prime creator these problems that we're discussing all of these things that we find rising and raising our passions they're here to do that on purpose so that we all make choices so that we find balance. I'm going back to the balance conversation again, because it's all about balance. Whether you've decided to put processed food or foreign material into your body and all of that stuff, these are all choices that we each have to make individually. And some of us have made 
choices, I, I am organic and I intend to stay that way. I drink coffee. That's my, that's my vice. However, as soon as you die, when you, when your body is no longer functioning because of, you know, you smoke three packs of cigarettes a day and it killed you, or you ate McDonald's hamburgers all day long and it killed you. When you disconnect, your consciousness is still going to move away from that into the collective for the healing and the review so that you can understand all of the things you did and all of the mistakes you made. And hopefully you can find balance by coming back again if you have to. And if you don't, that's great. And doing something different. So I, I understand the passion. I, I really do. However, at the same time, we have to find balance. Yes, I, I, and I know that you are explaining, um, you know, how little we are in comparison. But we are one, some of, there's only certain um, places that where a collective of races are within. So the way that they explain each planet has a different consistency of a race. So in one planet, there's a water being, in another planet, there's a you know elephant beings and in um the way that the planets that have been constructed they're all different every so it's like every, every like each one of us here is a different signature soul right completely different so in order to put all these beautiful races we needed to create this um simulation so even though we are this tiny Back then it was crystalline, no. So even though we are this tiny bit of the universe, we're not really, because there's an infinite amount of races in here. There's an infinity. There's angels, there's feline beings, there's canine beings, there's crystal beings, there's water beings, there's tree beings. I can keep going on and on. There's people I've met that are a dragon. There's, you know, there's an infinity. So, Yes, we are tiny, perhaps when you're looking at it, but the infinite perspective of the universe, where we are extremely important and vital to the universe because the collective of races are here, not all of them, but a vast amount. So we are that point at the very, very bottom, then that is stuck that like the cork stuck in the water. So why it's so important that when we ascend out and why the rest of the universe will ascend out as well because when they entrapped all these different races, then in some form that vibrated out to all the different races in the universe and it affected their density because their fractalization is here. So go ahead, Marissa. I agree with that. I, I definitely feel like we do that the, whatever other beings there are out there, are, they are definitely watching what's happening with us right now and watching our ascension process and whether we're gonna fully complete it or not. So it's kind of like um, like what's happening with the country, you know, well, what's gonna happen with America and how it's gonna affect the world. I mean, I kind of think everything mirrors everything. Mm -hmm. So I definitely agree with what you're saying. Um, and yeah, I, because I, you know, I, I, I see 
you know, it's, it's always like it's multi, there's a multi perspective, right? Like, um, so I definitely, definitely see as well what Todd is saying, you know, and feel what Todd is saying also. And at the same time, because that's like, almost like the way I would say, like looking from a higher dimension, right? Like looking from a big perspective, which a lot of people cannot even reach that kind of perspective because they're so into my ego here, me and my life here, not even a planet perspective they don't have, you know, so Todd has reached this level where he can like, you know, like almost like hug the universes. But and at the same time, um, you know, I feel like that is a balance because that's, I guess, our lesson here, because as we're going through this soul journey, right? Um, you know, we can, we have to always find the balance between me, my individual life, myself, the collective and the planet, because if we go too, almost like too high, then we still got to stay here somehow, because for example, I can also, if I go too high, I would say, you know, if there's something like that, I would be thinking like, it doesn't really matter, for example, that a lot of people are starving, like, because that's their own journey. You know, it doesn't matter. I'm here on my own lesson, my journey, they're on their own lesson, their own journey. They're going to be fine no matter what. Like, we're going to die. We're going to have it. It doesn't matter. You know, but I feel that that's why we have, we find this balance because honestly, when I see so many people starving, so many people living in poverty, like, and, and how, for example, I do not agree and consent with the control and manipulation of our, my energy, our energy, anybody else's energy is almost like you go to a preschool, you know, and you start manipulating the children there that they are innocent because they don't know better. And then you get uh, somebody else there, an adult, for example, and it starts manipulating them and teaching them wrong stuff and abusing them and using them, but they're little babies, you know? So I do not consent with that. And, and that's what they have been doing. And even when we talk about this V, you know, that everybody's taking and you have to take, otherwise you cannot even watch a movie anymore. So, and then we have the big guy, right? The BG guy that is behind it, like financing and helping, right? To, to create this V so you can save you, it can help you, make you healthy. Like, so when we look about certain things, like just basic uh, knowledge, right? Like when we look about, for example, his net worth, I, I saw that it's like 136 billion, his net worth of this one single individual, right? Even that the whole money thing, it was a whole construct to manipulate us, the whole money and financial system to start with. But this guy has a net worth of 136 billion. We have, a, we have less than 8 billion people in the planet. So everybody could be a billionaire. It doesn't mean that you're just going to give a billion to each person, but uh, we could definitely create better systems where everybody's living pretty freaking good, you know? We could be creating systems because we have to change the whole money thing. I don't even know how, I don't have the answers, but everyone could have a decent place to live. Everyone could and should have good food to eat, you know, and we would have so much less problems because all the problems that we have is like emotional traumas, you know, and we have, you know, many, so many of us are living life just doing things that we don't want to do because we need the money, you know? So if they really wanted to help, wouldn't they just create a better system? So why would I believe that he wants to help me by creating this cure for this illness that I don't even have? If he really wanted to help, there's so much he could really be doing. That's just how I think. It's just like a little simple, you know, kind of thoughts out there. 
but I do feel like when I in my life, what I, I see a lot of issues in the world that I want to be able to do something about it. That is not much I can do by myself. I can do as, as much as I can, you know, but, uh, but I always want to help all these children that are starving, that don't have a home, you know, and then all these, even adults that are like, we have all these addictions because they have such a hard life and addiction is the way that they cope with it. So I would like to be able to help with all of that, you know? So that's, I see both perspectives in this way. Yeah. Yes, yes, I love that. Thank you, thank you. Um, so, you know, just kind of being bridges to both, still anchoring, right, the higher dimensional energy, but then still being um, compassionate, you know, because I have, you know, fam families that come and, you know, their, their nieces and nephews and their little got got it you know, that's not okay um so the other thing is that once once we ascend out i mean all this technology all this whatever we're trying to use to um you know self i guess self um medicate ourselves or, or whatever it's all going to be gone so it's it's, 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 we need to just transcend energetically from this physical form of needing, you know, any type of technology, the, te the technology is not the, is not the key um, in the forms that we talked about, at all forms of technology, it's not the key, um, because it will all be wiped out. It's all going to be wiped out. All the physical is going to be gone. Our bodies are going to be gone. The technologies. And at the long run, the technology would not be the one that would help you ascend in back into the 5D or back to the eighth dimension where you came from. The technology is actually going to be the one that's going to hinder you where you will have to repeat this grade level once more, where there won't be, you know, the Archon virus anymore, but you will have to repeat it. You can't, you can't cheat. You can't go like in... I don't know, in a technology like a med bed, and then all of a sudden you think you can ascend out. That's not how it works. You need to work within yourself. So as, as we're talking about um, the disparity between those who have and those who don't have and how it affects you personally, these are fourth density, fifth dimension characteristics. And I'm going to go back to the overlap thing again, because as we begin our energy, and I know I've talked about this before, but it, this is a conversation we're on. As your energy begins to extend beyond your barrier membrane, you begin to feel what other people feel. When we move into the higher construct, we will physically feel the pain of the people that don't have, that are suffering. They will feel that and we will feel that and we will not want that anymore. And at that point, that's when the world shifts, when you can no longer lie, you can't deceive one another because energetically you know what the other person ulterior motive is. You, you feel what they feel and everyone wants the same thing for everyone else. Some people are content to just you know, work at this level and other people are content to work at a higher level. And that's not hierarchy when you're in an ascended construct, it's just a work ethic that people have. And that will be compensated for honorably and fairly, but there'll be no more lies. 
a politician cannot stand on a pulpit and just tell you something that's untrue because you'll look right at them and go, that's a lie. I can see it. I can see right through you. And at that point, no one's going to lie anymore. And no one's going to want anyone else to be uncomfortable because everyone is going to be able to feel what everyone else is feeling. That's when the world begins to shift. The more of us that are like you, Myra, that are saying, I don't want that. The more people we have that are doing that, the faster the world changes and we move into what's next. Hopefully by then we won't have politicians. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah, I'm, I'm all we with definitely that. Yeah. Yeah. And and I guess, you know, I guess where we're at is like I even trying to find ways to kind of explain words what I'm feeling, but <laughs> I guess is the point is like I guess that will be the fight if you know for the lack of better words that we're at where those that haven't reached this level of high level of consciousness i would say maybe like dark entities that want to be vampiric want to suck people's energy like they don't they don't want to do the hard work you know i they want to just maybe use other people's energy and resources for their own goods i guess they're the ones trying to like let's stop it let's not let this ascension happen while we are like so they're trying to almost like Infect right everybody else so they stay stuck and cannot raise what rise while we are you know us we're like okay guys let's do this you know we gotta do it and because at the same time we are hitting a collective and so you know it's like when we die we may have our own individual journey like the, according to our own choices but then at the same time we are living this experience as a collective and there is only so much even that we can do an experience if the collective is holding us down you know there is only so much that there are certain things that we are not going to be able to do if that is not like a collective kind of energy you know so even like i would say like what do we do you know like with the people that are choosing are not wanting to see or you know, or they're choosing the dark path. You know, I feel like that's the question that I even have is like, what do we do then? You know, so yeah, not that any of you have the answer, but. <laughs> well, as uh, assume, I'm trying to find an analogy here. First of all, uh, what Aurora said is true. Earth is a very fun place and it's like Disney World and a lot of entities want to come here and have a really, really good time the negative entities really like this place. Now, negative entities like negative energy. They, they like to absorb the positive, but only to a certain level, because if the positive energy is too high, it will, they will lose polarization. They will lose their negative polarization if they come up against a much higher positive entity and they will stay away. This is why a lot of us do not have those kind of encounters anymore because they stay away from us. If we did this as a collective, if we raise our energy enough and we can see all of the things that are going on to try and keep our energy low so that the negatives can still play here. When we raise our energy enough, they will not be comfortable here and they will leave whether physically or consciously, you know, going to somewhere else or to be eradicated, 
depending upon your perspective. The more we raise our energy as a collective, the more of us that become empath emp empathetic and compassionate and, and caring and put out the good vibe, the less comfort the negatives are going to find here. And this is why they are trying so hard to make it very chaotic and very uncomfortable so that it, may, it continues to be a place for them to be able to play. I don't know, does that make any sense? I want to say, yes. yeah. Oh, sorry. All right, um, so I just think, you know, the phrase over the target, right? When, when you're over the target, then you become targeted basically. So I feel like the, there's a lot of those dark entities are here now because they know that we're, we are over the target at this point. So, and again, it's like the more we band together, the more we stick together, the more we, the, the more we vibrate, we've sent out those good vibes, the more powerful we become, the less they'll, the more we, the faster we get rid of them. So, but I, to me, it's like, the fact that they're pushing back so hard, that's a good sign. That's a sign that we're making breakthroughs. That's the way I look at it anyway. And then what Todd, thank you, Marissa, and what Todd explained too is, is quite challenging, right? Because so we have all these beautiful beings who are working very hard holding up that collective love light, right? But then we have all these people who are in the same world with the you know what, with AI in them. So that is quite a challenge um, figuring out how to balance out both of those so that when it is time for earth to send and the universe to send and i think number one key for us who are understanding um, these teachings today um, from all of us is um, i love what marissa said about uh, being very conscious of the energy that you're ingesting into your body and it's not just, we're not talking about food, we're talking about energy that because we're constantly interchanging, right? Energy, like Todd said at the beginning, we're, we're, we are energy through the quantum world. So, or like my, Myra said, how people are just watching video, video after video. And these, um, what if some of these people are communicating from a lower dimensional entity, <laughs> entities we've been talking about, right? And then you're allowing yourself to ingest that into you and that becomes part of you. And then you're questioning, why can't I get my own answers? Why am I stuck? Why do I feel like, I, like I'm clouded? It's because you just ingested all, the, all that you watch and allowed to become part of you. Be, um, you know, love yourself enough, honor yourself enough to, to really treat yourself the way that perhaps you would treat an infant child, you know, protect yourself and put boundaries around yourself with love light like we teach we've been talking about shielding because that becomes your filter and but be this heart discerning in yourself and the ch choices that you are allowing to become the energy you're ingesting in your everyday everyday to life and treat everything sacredly we talk about this in our youtube channel treating everything sacred like this video to me is sacred you know me um when i'm done it's going to be sacred to me i'm going to go and burn a little fire and give thanks to spirit and divine mother and divine father and source for this beautiful communication i'm also going to meditate and balance myself 
you know, different things, you know, before bed, I'm going to shower and cleanse off. So you need to treat your body with this high maintenance and self-love that really helps lift the vibration that Todd was talking about. You lift it, you lift it, you lift it, you become such a wonderful reader of discerning all that is in your creation and your life. So, yeah. I love that, by the way. That's beautiful. And I love you. <laughs> I, love, I, I love you. <laughs> well, what do you guys think? Do you, um, we, we want to add, probably we want to start wrapping it up, whatever you want to add at the you know, last minute thoughts and we can conclude this. Um, yeah, yeah. So I guess I can start since I'm already talking. <laughs> so since you were talking about heart discernment, and again, it circles back, you know, like <laughs> to the beginning again. So we talk about heart discernment and, you know, how sometimes uh, I see people starting to wake up and looking for answers. It's something natural that we're going to do. And now we have YouTube and so many people are talking. So a few just a few tips, you know, I guess, for to help with this heart discernment, you know, definitely uh, treating yourself sacred, right? Like in, you know, meditating, what you ingest and all of that to keep, you know, and do the healing work you need to clear the stuff from inside of you that doesn't belong to you, it doesn't serve you well, you know, regardless if it's emotional, artificial. So that's the part of the work. But then when you go uh, watch, you know, uh, a video, a movie or something, if you try to watch like a spiritual teacher, um, you can feel like, can you feel a love coming from them? Do you feel any love, you know, from them? Or you just feel like just more like a cold, just mental energy, but you don't really feel love. Also, knowing that, you know, a false false lights teacher they may they're gonna have knowledge so it's not just because someone is saying some spiritual knowledge that you don't know that you should trust them they're gonna have knowledge most likely they're gonna know a little more than you know like if you're new to it but it doesn't mean that you know that there may be a distortion in it too and a distortion it means that they be teaching some things that are good but then there will be a little part of distortion where is gonna keep you limited. It is always gonna guide you into a, a negative timeline, you know. So having this heart discernment and really connecting, also how Todd was saying as well. How do you feel inside? Because truth empowers us. Truth sometimes is hard as well. You know, there are things that we learn that are hard to digest, but it will also empower you and also give you tools for your own personal empowerment. So it's not just going to be something that is going to make you feel hopeless and powerless, you know, the soul is going to give you some empowerment. And yeah, so those are just some tips, you know, to find these heart discernments and, and, and as we navigate through and have that discipline, you know, and discipline is important. So you can, the more you treat your body sacredly and your life sacredly, the easier it will be for you to start feeling uh, energies and people and, and their vibes, you know, regardless if it's family member, if it's a friend or a spiritual teacher. So you have to be clear yourself. So you are a clear vessel and a clear channel. And, and yeah, I guess that's my closing message. Thank you so much, you know, for watching us and yeah, for being open and doing the work. <laughs> Thank you everyone as well for being here. Thank you.
Um, I just wanted to say that um, I was talking earlier about how earth and humanity is connected and earth is an anagram for heart and, uh, and whatever the AI thing is, that's an attack on the heart. So I just want to say to everybody, to humanity, don't lose heart and stay human humans. And I just wanted to wish everybody an incredibly happy new year. And I send love to everybody. And thank you, Aurora, for inviting me here. As always, you're a complete and total goddess and such a great leader and enlightener. And I'm just really grateful. And I want to thank everybody, Todd and Myra, Myra here. So anyway, thank you and happy new year, everybody. Okay, if you're uh, watching this video and, and listening to this information and other information from spiritual teachers and guides, you're well on your way to being a fourth density consciousness and can easily move into the new construct. My books talk about what happened here in this galaxy and how to move ourselves forward into fourth density the second book goes very deep. It's very technical for those that are ready for it. Um, the third book will be all about fourth density and it's still not ready to be published yet, but we all have the capability, regardless of the choices that we have made in the past of our lifetime. At any given moment, we can make the choice to move forward. We can, whether it's physically cleanse our body, spiritually cleanse our minds, or declutter our life with material possessions so that we can move forward. Whatever you think that is for you, whatever that fourth density movement is for you, and as you sit in meditation and contemplation, let that come to you, what it is you're supposed to be doing to move forward. Don't listen to all of the people telling you what you should do, because the best information comes from inside yourself. And as you move forward, and we start to move in, you'll begin to feel your chakras open up as your energy centers begin to energize and clear and balance. And then the discernment comes. And pretty soon you find yourself stepping away from all of the distractions that are the third density world we're in at the moment. And you start connecting with the fourth density things that are happening. And for me personally, they become a lot less important. And I know that I've kind of portrayed that here in this conversation today that I'm a little disconnected. And I apologize if that seems the case, but everyone can have this experience when you're ready for it. It's balance and love and harmony, compassion and empathy as we move forward into the higher energetics that are waiting for us. And thank you all for being here with me. Thank you, Aurora, for setting this up. As always, it's been a beautiful conversation and I love it. So thank you very much. And for everyone that watches, God bless. Thank you, Todd. I'm, you know, one of the reasons why 
I think it's important to have your perspective is because we we are these beautiful, you know, individual signature consciousness, right? So then your perspective is very much needed as well as all of us who might more, you know, we got we got that, um, you know, the mother instinct, and you know, we're too, we we have that, especially with the divine feminine. We're very fierce and strong in that manner. So we also need that masculine that keeps us grounded too, right? Because otherwise we'll go all crazy, like ah, you know, our multiple arms and swords, and just start, you know, cutting off heads. Not really, but you know what I mean. So I think uh, it's it's a beautiful like this. Um, video is a beautiful blend of how the masculine and the feminine really balance each other and keep each other grounded and and um harmonically energetically organically sacredly so yeah i think um all views are honored and loved and respected always always you all know who i am <laughs> and all your views are honored loved and respected no matter which way, no matter if you go, say, to the darkest depths of the darkest AI realm you could think of, or to the highest realms of where babies are being created and angels, it doesn't matter to me. All of you are beautiful and all your perspectives are important and they're important to be heard of, to be spoken of. That's what we're about specifically on our YouTube channel. Your voice is, needs to be shared, whether it makes people uncomfortable or not. It needs to be shared because it is your perspective. And that is why we created all these beautiful souls. As I stand there and I watch, I watch, I was with my husband Zen and we were, where were we? I forgot where we were. And we were watching people. And I said, aren't they all so beautiful? They're all so beautiful, all of them because they all carry a different reason to live, a different perspective, a different situation that occurred to them, all of them. And then they create, together they create this beautiful masterpiece of experience to help us ascend in consciousness. And everyone is beautiful, even if they have the you know what, because we've already experienced people that had it and through aura hypnosis, they actually heal themselves it's just technology we've been working on you know ai and implants and all of that's from the beginning so everyone is beautiful and we all just need to hold both perspectives of viewing them at their highest perspective that there's still this beautiful benevolent being that just has this say cancer or whatever we want to call it and then someday hopefully a great amount of these percentage people they will remove that from themselves and they will too join this beautiful ascending consciousness that we are thank you everyone thank you um marissa thank you myra thank you todd it was such a beautiful journey to be here with you and may all the teachings that we shared with you today and our sacred knowledge may it assist you in some form in whichever form that is and help you grow help you really uh, have a guide for the future to come in this world of both organic and artificial. I love you with all that I am. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings, everyone. Thanks. Blessings. <laughs>